Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. Be sure to check out our merch store, too, on thefinside.threadless.com. It is Jets Week Part 2, and we're joined again here by Jeff L.J. Lloyd. Jeff is a Jets correspondent for the NFL Daily Mock Draft and also puts on his AFC South hat and talks about the Browns on the Locked On Draft Network, too. Jeff, thanks for joining us again. Hey, guys. How's everything going? Uh, you know, hey, you know, here we are. I mean, it, it's amazing how fast the NFL season goes by. And here we are, you know, week, uh, you know, week eight. I'm sorry, week nine. It's just insane how quickly this goes by. Yeah, week, week nine we're at now. And just seven weeks ago, we were talking about the Dolphins and the Jets, who at the time had a winning record, both 1-0. and And the Jets were coming off a 48-17 to win over the Detroit Lions, where Sam Darnold looked very good throughout the summer, as well as that first game. So on Sam Darnold, Jeff, what is the feeling now? I mean, he's a rookie quarterback. He's 21 years old. Right now has a quarterback rating of 74.5, which is 32nd in the NFL. But he is still a young guy. Is there that patient feeling with Jets fans? or is it a little bit worrisome right now? I don't think anybody's worried about Sam Darnold. I mean, he is every bit the part. Uh, you know, he's the forever early guy into the facility. They're missing some things. The offensive line can use some pieces. Look, he just lost to Lyle Powell. He's been a, you know, Jets big picture of their offense for a long time. Uh, you know, Robbie Anderson dinged up. Quincy Noonwood dinged up. It's really tough when your skill guys go down and puts you in a tough spot. There, Sam Darnold's going to be fine. I mean, it's just tough when you got to go out there and you got to play a game on the road in a place like Chicago, and you're down, you know, three, four of the guys that you're used to performing with. Nobody's worried about Darnold. It, it's, you know, I, I think this season, I'm, I don't want to say it was a throwaway, but it was, uh, we've got our guy. Let's get through this year. We've got cap space. We've got a little capital, and, you know, we'll finish it. But once you get your guy, they're good with him. They, it's just a matter of, you know, getting the rest of the pieces in place to this point. Yeah, and I've watched a lot of Darnold this year, and I've nothing has struck out as a player that's blowing it. You know, it more looks like this is an offense right now that is does not have a lot of weapons. And sticking on that, looking back at week two as well, Darnold completed 25 passes for 40, 25 of 41 passes in that game. 19 of them went to. Bilal Powell, Quincy Inunua, Terrell Pryor, and Robbie Anderson. Now you look back now, and Bilal Powell's on IR. Terrell Pryor was cut. He's with the Bills now. And Inunua and Robbie Anderson are pretty iffy for this game. So how do you see the weapons being spread out at running back, wide receiver, and tight end in this game? Um, well, there's an opportunity where Inunua's going to be back. Obviously, they really like the selection of Chris Herndon. 
you know, other than a, you know, little, you know, off-field, you know, gap. I mean, it's going to probably cost him a suspension somewhere down the line. But the player, Chris Herndon, has been a special, special talent. Uh, you know, Isaiah Crowell, he runs hot and cold. There's days where Isaiah, Isaiah Crowell cannot be stopped. There's days where, you know, he runs into a lot of, you know, dirty water and he can't, you know, get anything and find a way to get out. But that's what you kind of got to feature on is you got to run the ball with Crowell, you know, because the other two backs, you know, McGuire, whether or not he's back or not, it's going to be interesting. Um, but these guys are, you know, they can, they're more outside. They need to control again, the Jets, uh, you know, from the offensive side. You got to keep it simple for your rookie quarterback. Hopefully, a noon was back. Hopefully, you know, I mean, you, you've got mostly receiving core, but, you know, you can't feature Jermaine Curse as a number one wide receiver and expect to have a ton of success. On the Jets' offensive line, not a lot of big names, but they seem to have overachieved over the last couple of years. And last time the Dolphins' defensive line got the better of them, first time they, or it's really the last time the Dolphins' defensive line got a better of anybody. But how do they project here protecting Sam Darnold against the Dolphins' defense? I think it's got to be, you can't really run the long developing plays right now because you don't have, you know, the elite, you know, blockers on the outside. I mean, you know, Shell is very good at right tackle, but he has some shortcomings at your left tackle. And uh, somewhere in between, you know, Carpenter on the left side, you have your shortcomings. So the pressure comes in from that side. And look, when you're a rookie quarterback, you want everything to happen where you can be able to throw from your spot or at least step up. Once you got to start breaking the pocket, you know, that's where, you know, it gets difficult. So with Sam Darnold, you know, if they can keep him on his spot or where he's got to step up in the pocket, he's been fine. But once they got to break the pocket, it gets a little difficult for these young quarterbacks. Sure, sure. And looking at the defensive side of the ball, too, looks like they're going to get Tremaine Johnson back. As we're recording the show, he did practice today. Going to be a big get back for them at that cornerback spot. They got Marcus May back last week. Bo Claiborne looks like he'll play, too. So it looks like they're finally going to be able to put back together that complete secondary that they've invested in how is the defense looking right now it's still void of a pass rusher and it's kind of funny when you talk about the new york jets because it's been void of a pass rusher for about you know 12 13 14 years they just never have that just one guy where everybody's got to say all right that's where he is on this play but i mean the rest of it's shaping up you know uh you know deron lee is you know as much as, you know, you worry about him sometimes, the guy's a little kooky. Uh, he's really, really doing well. Uh, you know, Avery Williamson has been a fantastic addition. So the linebacking core is solid. The defensive line, you know, Leonard Williams and, you know, obviously, you know, Anderson, they brought him from the Colts. It's a solid group. I mean, the only thing they're really missing is this secondary is good and they're going to move on from Buster Screen this year and can always, you know, there's plenty of guys who can play nickel. It's always tough to find that guy who's going to be a true number one. So maybe they got an added nickel, and they just need that elite pass rusher. It's not far off. It's a good group, and they're tight. They're energetic. They play hard. They make a lot of things happen. They just need that home run hitter of a pass rusher. Yeah, so at safety, you've got Marcus May. You've got Jamal Adams. On the outside, you've got Mo Claiborne. You've got Tremaine Johnson coming back. Looks like a really good starting four there. As you get into the nickel and dime backs, uh, how do those factor out there? Well, Nickerson was the uh, fifth-round pick out of Tulane. He's just – he's another one. He's – you know, he gives you off almost like a little bit of a Jamal Adams vibe. Like, he's just a ball of energy, goes hard every single snap he gets. Solid, solid player. There's depth to this. They had Rashard Robinson, who they traded for last year from the San Francisco 49ers. Um, you know, a little bit – I knew another guy, a little bit troubled off the field. 
but he's got legit raw talent. They got a young man at Old Miss who is a, uh, a two-way player at Old Miss. They draft him as a cornerback. There's a lot of teeth to it, and it's more just an upfront issue. The secondary, there is a lot to it, and they're a really fun group, you know, long, rangy, athletic guys. And the Jets have not let up a 100-yard rusher this year, too, so their run defense – I'm not going to say it's been great, but looking at my stat sheet here, allowing about 4.2 yards per carry to opposing running backs. And I understand Steve McClendon, their nose tackle, is a little bit iffy for this game, too. He may play. He may not. Who are the players to watch on the Jets' run defense? Um, yeah, I think most of it starts with Leonard Williams. And like I said earlier with Anderson and some of these guys. But it's not so much the defensive front. It's the linebackers. They are quick. They pursue between Williamson and Lee. And, like, the defensive front right now, it's, it's more of a, you know, absorbing blocks and letting these faster, uh, you know, linebackers run around and make the plays. This was something they had talked about, you know, prior up into the 2017 draft. They wanted to get younger. They wanted to get faster. And they were emphasis on speed on defense. And that's where you get the linebacking crew they have now. They're, they have more guys who are just going to absorb the blocks and let these guys read and react and win with speed to the spot. You know, it all comes down to whether or not they make the tackle or not, though. So, Jeff, what do you think the Jets need to do to go one and one against the Dolphins here this year? I honestly, you know, I mean, the ebbs and flows. And look, you know, Brock Osweiler, I mean, that whole situation is what it is. But if you told me, you know, the New York Jets with Sam Darnold versus the Miami Dolphins with Brock Osweiler, I, I think it's a winnable game for the New York Jets. Um, it's all going to depend down, you know, I mean, you know, can Sam have the weapons? And if he gets out there and he's got enough of the crew, I think he's got a shot. But it's really tough when you're a young quarterback and you've got, like, a nice rapport with five, six guys, but now you're down to two or three, and the defense knows you only got two or three, so that's who the guys are going to key on. So it'll be interesting how that plays out. But, you know, it's different this year. I mean, they're going down now. I mean, it was 75 degrees in New Jersey today, so it's not like it's going to be a big shock. A lot of times that happens when they get to Miami with the Jets. You know, they get down there, it's a little warmer than they expect. It's been warm the last couple of days. I, I think they're going to be ready to roll. And, you know, any slip-ups on Miami's part, I, I think there's a really good shot that Jets can win this game. Well, it better be a winnable game from the Jets because I can tell you this, we stink right now. We've lost four of the last five, and the only win was against the Bears in overtime. So um, it's, I think it is going to be a good game. And this is this is still big for both teams because the Dolphins can go to five and four, maybe – point their nose back into the playoff hunt a little bit the Jets can get to four and five to be even with the Dolphins for second place in the AFC East a lot of momentum to be gained for Sam Darnold too Jeff what questions do you have for us that maybe the Jets universe is thinking about um well first off um I mean is the quarterback position like settled in Miami or is, you know, the, I mean, is, is the change going to have to be made there? Uh, you know, Devontae Parker, you know, there's just so many, you know, there seems like there's, you know, the running back position, obviously, you know, Frank Gore, he's a fantastic guy, but there's no longevity there. Um, is there going to be some, I mean, are, the, are these guys doing enough right now, or are there going to be wholesale changes on the skill position as the Dolphins move forward? I don't see wholesale changes in the skill position because at receiver and running back, there is a lot of speed, and the Dolphins have invested a lot, too, in terms of draft picks and money. I mean, Kenyon Drake's going to be around for a while. He still has two years left on a rookie contract. Albert Wilson's out for the year, but he'll be back next year. 
Jakeem Grant, too, is on a rookie contract. Devontae Parker's the interesting one because he comes back out after that whole thing with his agent and catches six passes for 134 yards on Thursday night football, and it should have been more. I mean, he was missed on two deep passes, one of which was a 60-yard touchdown. You've also got Gasecki and Durham Smythe as the second and fourth round picks. So you've got a lot there in the skill positions in terms of speed and in terms of bodies. At quarterback, no, I mean, the whole thing right now is a mess because other than Ryan Tannehill's play in the first three games of the year, it's been pretty bad. I mean, Tannehill's last two games were an absolute nightmare. Osweiler came in, played well for a little while, but has started to look more like the old Brock Osweiler. So if the Dolphins have the opportunity, I think they're going to be looking for another quarterback in 2019. Unless Ryan Tannehill comes back off his injury and plays much, much better than he did at the beginning of the year. I get it. I get it. And now, um, you know, how is, you know, a lot of young players on defense with Harris and the two Ohio State Buckeyes, um, how's that all working out? Terrible. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> to put that in perspective, uh, the way the Dolphins have played on defense the last two games has been a level of terribleness I don't think I've ever seen before out of any Dolphins defense. I mean, and I'm not overreacting, I don't think, either, because over the last two games against the Lions and Texans, Deshaun Watson and Matt Stafford have more touchdowns than incomplete passes. And I'm not exaggerating. That's a fact. And at running back over the last two games, too, the Dolphins have, are letting up over seven yards a carry to opposing running back. So they just can't get it figured out on defense. I think the system is broke. I think Matt Burke's head is broke as defensive coordinator. But the only good thing moving forward looking at the defense is we feel that the talent is too good to be playing this badly, especially in the secondary. So kind of like with the Jets, the Dolphins need to fix the front seven badly so that it can complement the back four. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's, so, you know, it's Jeff, what's your, uh, what's your prediction for this weekend? I, I think it's just going to pull this one off. I think uh, it's so tough with kickers nowadays because you never want to give like a normal score. So I'll give you like a, you know, a 26, 23 Jets win. But I, if the Jets can get, you know, if the noon was going to be able to play, I think it's going to be big for them. And Sam Darnold, like, he's not shrinking away from every challenge. It just almost seems like each week he comes a little more committed, you know, works a little bit harder, shows up a little bit earlier. you got to believe stuff like that's going to pay off. We are joined by Jeff L.J. Lloyd here. He is a correspondent for the NFL Daily Mock Draft for the Jets, as well as for the Browns on the Locked On NFL Draft. Jeff, thanks for joining us here tonight. And again, as usual, we wish you the worst of luck this weekend. I can truly understand. And, uh, you know, and that comes down to the joy of these games. It truly does. There's, it does, you know, it does. There's, there's the you always get to see white snow and we're always by the beach and uh, nobody likes each other. And that's Exactly, exactly. We, we love to hate each other, but we really enjoy having you on the show. Thanks, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Always a blast, guys. You know that. And that will do it for our breakdown of the Jets-Dolphins matchup, looking at the opposing sideline. You can follow Paul and I on the Fin side on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the Fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin.
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.